At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Ahead with Scott Seidenberg on VSIN, the sports betting network. Seidenberg here with you. It is the look ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. Week 9 of the NFL is in the books, and we can turn our attention to Week 10 from the College Football Playoff Rankings version 2.0 will be released here on Tuesday night. And also this afternoon, we'll feature the tip-off of the college basketball season. Just so much to get to here uh, on uh, this sports calendar. What a big day it's going to be in sports. But I mentioned the NFL wrapping up Week 9 with Monday Night Football, and that was the Steelers beating the Bears 29-27. to Chicago does cover the touchdown spread as they had an opportunity to win at the end. They took a lead, however, left a little too much time for Ben Roethlisberger to get the Steelers down into field goal range. Big Ben does that. Steelers get a field goal, go-ahead field goal, and then the Bears, they couldn't move down the field. They had to settle for a 65-yard field goal attempt that was plenty short as the Steelers held on to the 29-27 win. And now looking ahead to where this where both teams are going. Well, Chicago's not going to win anything. They're just trying to build towards the future and hope that Justin Fields uh, grows with each and every game. But for the Steelers, I'm starting to consider that this team has corrected a lot of the things that plagued them early on when they lost uh, three straight after upsetting the Bills in week one. But then they've won four straight now. They face the Lions next week, probably going to be five straight wins. They're just a game back of the Baltimore Ravens in the division. Yet they're plus 550 to win the AFC North. They're the third favorite, actually. The Ravens are the favorite, and then the Cleveland Browns, and then the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I think the Steelers, at plus 550, is a decent value bet to win the AFC North. You see, they're starting to put things together here. As I mentioned, the four straight wins, probably going to be five straight Once they beat the Lions, they're nine-point favorites. They should win that game at home. And they go face the Chargers on a Sunday night. Could be a, you know, 
challenging game, but they absolutely could win that game. They're at the Bengals. They play the Ravens still twice. And they already have one win over the Browns. So the path is there for them to win this division. So at plus 550, I think, you know, I've liked what I've seen from the Steelers the past couple of weeks that they could be, it's worth a, it's worth a shot. It's absolutely worth a flyer. Like I said, four straight wins, probably going to be five straight when they beat the Lions. Then we'll see what happens against the Chargers on November 21st. But for now, this is a Steelers team that, man, I, I, I got to admit, I was a little bit wrong about them. I, I bet against them in week one in Buffalo, and they bit me. I bet on them in week two against the Raiders, and it bit me. And then seeing them lose to the Bengals and then the Packers, I thought, man, this offense is just terrible. Uh, but it took a couple of games for them to adjust, for Ben, for ben Roethlisberger to adjust to this new offensive system. And he has adjusted. And this team has adjusted. Najee Harris is starting to get more involved. He's had more than 20 carries now in four straight games. And it's no coincidence that they've won these last four straight games. So I think the Steelers are getting better. They're playing well at the right time. And so Pittsburgh at plus 550 to win the division, absolutely worth a look there in the AFC North. Let's take a look at some of the games and the lines coming up here for Week 10 in the NFL, which will get kicked off on Thursday night between the Baltimore Ravens and the Miami Dolphins. Dolphins coming off their second win of the season, beating the Houston Texans. Big whoop there. Uh, Baltimore, seven and a half point road favorites. Lamar Jackson was someone that I talked about last night as a potential MVP. He has moved up in the odds to the fourth, fourth or fifth favorite right now. Behind, you know, Josh Allen's your favorite. Tom Brady's right there, your second favorite. But Lamar Jackson's plus 1,000 right now to win the MVP. He's the first player in NFL history to have 2,000 passing yards and 600 rushing yards through a team's first eight games of a season. He's also led three double-digit comeback wins this year. Prior to this season, Lamar Jackson and the Ravens were 0-6 when trailing in a game by double digits. Yet this season, they have won three of those games. Crazy. So the Ravens are now 6-2. They are hosting the they are on the road excuse me, against the Dolphins. Uh, I think Lamar Jackson and company get the job done there in Miami. Cowboys coming off a loss in which they were 10-point favorites over the Denver Broncos. And they just got beat up and down the field. It was an ugly game for the Cowboys. Do they pick themselves up now? Do they bounce back? They're home once again. They're laying nine points against the Atlanta Falcons. The same Falcons team that was a six-point underdog in New Orleans and won outright against the Saints. Uh, the Cowboys and Falcons, the pick for me in this game would be looking at the total of 54 and a half. Because the Cowboys can certainly score. The Falcons, we've seen them score, but we've also seen them give up a ton of points. And this is what happens, it seems, each week with the um, Atlanta Falcons. Is that they build up a lead, and only to see that lead then disappear. And look at what happened against the New Orleans Saints last week. Falcons took a big lead. Saints then score what, three fourth-quarter touchdowns? And it was a miracle that Atlanta actually drove down and kicked the game-winning field goal at the end to win the game, or else it would have been another upsetting loss. They were up 17-3 to and then up 24-6 to in the fourth quarter. And they, and they, for, they, they had to get a game-winning field goal to win and win 27-25. So I kind of like the over in that game, thinking Falcons are going to score at least 20-something points, and the Cowboys should be able to score on this bad Falcons defense. Uh, the Titans are laying three points at home against the Saints. Mike Vrabel right now is my pick for coach of the year. 
He is your third favorite to win the award. Cliff Kingsbury is now your favorite. Brandon Staley of the Chargers is your second favorite. But Mike Vrabel, in my opinion, is the coach of the year so far. What he's done with the Titans has just been incredible. They are 7-2 and two on the season with uh, all the, these wins. I believe they've won uh, five straight games. And let's just take the Jaguars game out of the equation. Four straight wins now over the Bills, the Chiefs, the Colts, and the Rams. And so now they are facing the Saints. Saints obviously dealing with quarterback issues. But Tennessee is a three-point favorite at home against New Orleans. The Jags coming off their second win of the season, an upset win over the Buffalo Bills, will travel to Indy to take on the Colts. Colts are laying 10.5 points. It's a lot of points against the Jaguars. A lot of points. And there's just been a, a history of, a, of, of the Jaguars playing the Colts Relatively close. Uh, the Jags lost. It was, let's see, last season they lost by 14. Okay. But they lost by seven also last season. Um, they lost by 18. Then they got blown out a couple of games. Then there was the 6 nothing game a couple of years ago. A three-point game. Another blowout. Well, that was the Jaguars winning. But in terms of, um, yeah, I mean, this is, Indianapolis leads the series 25-15. to 15. But over the past couple of years, the Jags, oh, the Jags won, uh, no, 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 Jags lost. Yeah, so they, um, the Jaguars won, excuse me, two of the last three times that these two teams have played. 38-20. 27-20, and then they lose 28-14. So uh, there's always a close rivalry between the Jags and the Colts, no matter who is playing for either team. I know that Trevor Lawrence is a little bit banged up, and uh, Carson Wentz and company certainly looking to um, you know, play better than, than they've been. Uh, they get the win over the Jets on Thursday night, which was a game that, they had a big lead and allowed the Jets to score late in the game. So probably looking to close it out, but their offense is playing at a high level. This is a game that I actually think could go over the posted total, despite what we have seen from the Jaguars last week against the Buffalo Bills. I think Jags and Colts could actually trade some blows here. Uh, 47.5 is the total. I think this one could actually go um, out. Uh, then you got, let's see, Patriots are one-point favorites over the Browns. I'm very high on the Patriots. I think the Pats this season are a team to bet on. And I actually think Patriots to win the division at plus 350, not a bad-looking bet based off the way that the Bills have looked, but also based off the way that the Patriots have played. This is a good football team, and I would consider them at home against the Cleveland Browns. Small line, essentially a pick em. I think the Pats can win this football game. We'll explore more on this NFL schedule and the futures market as well coming up next year. I'm Scott Seidenberg. This is The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This is The Look Ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. Scott Satterberg back here with you. It's The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. As we continue to look through this NFL schedule for week 10. Talk about some of the uh, highlighted spots here on the schedule. Uh, just got done talking about the Patriots against the Browns. And I guess I'll parlay that into this: the Bills against the Jets. I think the Jets at 13-point home dogs is worth a look. And I think the Bills could be worth a fade spot. I, I just don't know how good Buffalo is. They haven't beaten anybody this season. The Chiefs are the best team they beat, and the Chiefs are just an average football team. Didn't like what I saw last week against the Jaguars. Not sure they're just going to go into MetLife and blow out the Jets. And I'll tell you what, at plus 350 for the Patriots to win the AFC East, not a bad bet. It's not a bad bet. The Bills this season have looked good against bad teams. Beat the Dolphins twice. They beat Washington. They beat the Texans. They beat the Chiefs. They lose to the Titans. They lose to the Jaguars. They lost to the Steelers. And I'm not saying that this is a team that's going to lose a lot of games, but look at what they got coming up. You know, at the Jets, it's very easy to underestimate them, like the Cincinnati Bengals did. They're home against the Colts. Indy, you know, fighting for their season could be a desperation mode by them. Then they have to go to New Orleans to play the Saints in the Dome. It's never easy. They have to play the Patriots, the first of two matchups with them in a short period of time. And that Pats game is a week before playing at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, which people will label as a Super Bowl preview. I I just think that there's a possibility that Buffalo... Loses a couple of games that weren't exactly expected when the season started. They're 5-3 and right now. And let's give them one, two, three, four. We're going to give them four wins the rest of the season. We'll give them a win against the Jets. That's one. A win against the Panthers. That's two. Win against the Falcons, three, and another win against the Jets. That's four. That's just nine wins. And now you got Colts, Saints, the two games against the Patriots, and the Bucks. How many do you need to have in order to win this division? Okay. How many of those games? If we're giving them nine wins right now, what do they need to have to win the division? Now, let's go to New England. New England has, let's give New England one. We'll give them 
two, three. We'll give New England three wins right now. I'm going to give them a win against the Falcons. I'm going to give them a win against the Jaguars and a win against the Dolphins. The Browns game coming up here this weekend, very important. Right now, I'm going to give the Patriots eight wins. The Patriots will play the Bills twice. The other games that are iffy, they play the Titans, they play the Colts, and the Browns. The Pats can beat the Browns here on Sunday at home, which they're a small favorite in. It will go a long way to making this divisional race a real fight. And then it could very well just come down to these two games against the Buffalo Bills, which will be separated by essentially a week. Play the Bills on December 6th, and then 20 days later, they play the Bills again on the 26th. Absolutely just wild. That before the season, people just said, this wasn't even going to be a race. This was just going to be the Bills running away with the AFC East. Not necessarily the case here uh so far, through nine weeks of an NFL season. Moving on, we have the uh, Steelers and the Lions. Talked about that game. Steelers are nine-point favorites. I think the Lions could actually keep that close. Bucks are nine-and-a-half-point favorites at Washington. Washington, is in, they can't get out of their own way. You know, Maybe coming out of a bye helps them, but they, they're really bad. And I can see this game being... Like the game that the Bucks played a couple of weeks ago against the Bears, where they just dominated the first half. They scored 35 points in the first half. They were winning 35 to three at the end of the first half. They won the game 38 to three. But I could see that being the type of game that we're going to have here against the Washington football team. So. I'm not comfortable taking the points at Washington, even though Bucks are going on the road. Cardinals are laying 10 against the Panthers. I'd like to know what the Panthers' quarterback situation is before uh, I give a thought on that game, because Sam Darnold's terrible and probably needs to be benched. And the Cardinals, who just played without Kyler Murray and without DeAndre Hopkins and without A.J. Green, and without J.J. Watt, and without Chase Edmonds for the whole game. Just dominated the 49ers. So Cardinals look like the best team right now. You have the Chargers as a two-and-a-half-point favorite over the Vikings. Chargers uh, played a close game against the Eagles, but, you know, Justin Herbert and company handled their business. Now you got the Vikings going, making the cross-country trip. Yeah. See what happens there with the Vikings and the Chargers. Eileen Chargers under a field goal at home, especially. Denver is a two-and-a-half-point favorite at home against the Eagles. Uh, absolutely like the um, Broncos at home here. And the Eagles, you know, what, what can I say about them? They really, you know, haven't, they don't have a complete team. In terms of, you know, everything that's... Jordan Howard was their leading rusher this past week. 17 carries, 71. I mean, this is... We're talking about... This isn't the same Jordan Howard from a couple of years ago, right? Jordan Howard gets elevated from the practice squad now. And he's all of a sudden their leading rusher. Jalen Hurts is not making the strides passing that people thought he was going to. And maybe they're just not opening up the playbook enough. But it's not a good football team right now. Three and six. Eagles a little Eagles were a little fraudulent here. And especially when you look at who they've beaten. They beat the Falcons in week one. And it's like, all right, you know. Great win for the Eagles. Falcons were expected to do big things. Big shocker how much they won by. All right. Then they lose to the 49ers. They lose to the Cowboys. They lose to the Chiefs. They beat the Panthers. Come from behind game, a game that they should have lost. Panthers, (laughs) 
it was a bad, bad loss for them. Because if they just get a first down at the end of the game there, they win. But they throw an interception. Um, oh, no, I'm sorry. They get the punt blocked. And then the Eagles score a touchdown after blocking the punt. So Carolina's winning the entire game. The Eagles get nothing offensively until a blocked punt with, uh, what was it, five, four minutes left in the game? Blocked punt, Eagles score, and then um, Panthers lose. Eagles win. Then the Eagles lose to the Bucks, lose to the Raiders, and they blow out the Lions. But then they lose to the Chargers. So their three wins are against the Falcons, Panthers, and Lions. Those are three bad teams. And when they play good teams, they lose. Broncos, it'll be an interesting test for them because Broncos are like a mediocre team. Not a bad team, not a good team. But I think that the uh, I think the Broncos should be able to handle them uh, at home. And then moving on, you got the Seahawks and the Packers. It looks like it's going to be the return of Russell Wilson coming back from that uh, the, the thumb injury. Aaron Rodgers could be back from COVID. Don't necessarily know the status just yet. And it's the Packers laying four at home. Obviously, you have to wait and see what exactly is going to be the uh, quarterback situation in that game. Sunday night, Raiders-Chiefs. I'm on the Raiders. Getting a field goal at home against Kansas City. And I know there will be a lot of Chiefs fans at that stadium. It'll feel like Arrowhead West. But I still think that the Chiefs are a mediocre football team. I think the Raiders can pass on them. I actually like the over in that game a lot at 52. And then Rams are laying four on the road against 49ers. They will bounce back in a big way. This Rams team will not lose two games in a row. I'm Scott Sadenberg. You follow along on Twitter at Scott's on Air, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. This is The Look Ahead here on VSAVE, the Sports Betting Network. This is The Look Ahead on VSAN, the Sports Betting Network. Beeson Midseason Football Special is here. For only $99, you get everything Beeson has to offer from now till the end of the NFL playoffs. Daily best bet emails, 24-7 video streaming, betting splits for every sport, point spread weekly, plus in-depth data and analysis on Beeson.com and the College Hoops Betting Guide. That's a great deal for only $99 for the rest of the football season. Sign up now at Beeson.com slash Subscribe. Scott Seidenberg here with you. It is the look ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. Uh, taking a look at your college football schedule for Maction coming up here on Tuesday night. You have three games on your Maction calendar. It is Buffalo at Miami of Ohio. Miami of Ohio is a seven and a half point favorite. Akron is at Western Michigan. Western Michigan is a 26-point favorite. And Ohio is at Eastern Michigan. Eastern Michigan is a six-point favorite. Three games on your Maction calendar. Uh, let's start with the Akron at Western Michigan game. Uh, as I mentioned, Western Michigan is a huge 26-point favorite in this game. Western Michigan should blow them out. The total is 62, though, and I kind of like the under in this game because I don't think that um, Akron will score enough. Western Michigan is really good at running the football. They're really good at controlling the clock. I don't think Akron's going to be able to move the ball that well. And so I can see this being, you know, some type of 40 to, uh, well, it's total 62. So let's go with a uh, 41-14 final, something like that. 
Like, I think Western Michigan blows out Akron, but the game does go under the posted total is where I would lean for uh, that game. Buffalo and Miami. Miami is a seven-and-a-half-point favorite in this one, and I think that Miami probably um, would win this one. Miami is coming off a loss to at Ohio where they were a favorite, bad loss. However, they're still alive for the MAC East lead. They're at three and two in the conference. Kent State is at four and one in the conference, and Miami will play Kent State the final game of the season. So if Miami just wins out and they beat Kent State, Miami will make it to the MAC championship game as the winners of the East. But it all starts with a win here at home against Buffalo and then next week against Bowling Green before setting up that matchup with Kent State. So very important that they get this win, and I think that they will get this win knowing that um, their title hopes are still there right there for them. And then you have Ohio and Eastern Michigan. Eastern Michigan is a six-point favorite with a total of 60 in this one. Um, I think Eastern Michigan wins, and Eastern Michigan wins big. Ohio pulled off the upset last week, but defensively, they still gave up a, a ton of points. And I think that coming off the win, the upset win, Last week over Miami of Ohio, it's now time to fade um, Ohio, Ohio, right? So they win the big matchup last weekend. They pull an upset at home. Now they go on the road to face Eastern Michigan. And I think that Eastern Michigan's going to have a very easy time scoring on this Ohio defense. Miami was able to throw on them. Kent was able to run on them. Um, and I think that they'll be able to throw on them. Eastern Michigan uh, will be able to throw on them. And Eastern Michigan will find their way to a, a pretty easy victory over Ohio. So those are the picks for your Maction games coming up on Thursday. Uh, excuse me, coming up on Tuesday. And then we have, I believe, three more matching games on Wednesday. Toledo at Bowling Green, Ball State at Northern Illinois, Kent State at Central Michigan. But for the Tuesday night games, I'm going to go with the, um, I'm going to go with Miami of Ohio laying the seven and a half over Buffalo. I'll go with Eastern Michigan laying the six over Ohio. And I'm going to go under 62 in Western Michigan and Akron. So those are the three selections for your matching. I'm Scott Seidenberg. You follow me on Twitter at Scott's on Air, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. Uh, college football playoff rankings will be released on Tuesday night, version 2.0. And I don't think we're going to see drastic changes. What I do think we will see is obviously Michigan State, drops out of the top four, and everyone else will slide up one. So your top four is going to be Georgia one, Alabama two, Oregon three, Ohio State four. Where I think you'll see the the jump and the point of conversation for the rankings will be Michigan. Michigan will go from number seven to number five. They will leapfrog Cincinnati. Cincinnati will stay at number six. Cincy beat Tulsa barely. They escaped as 21, 22-point favorites. They escaped with a win. Cincinnati's leaking oil, and it's only a matter of time before they suffer their first loss. Might not be until the American Championship game against Houston, or it could be coming up this Friday against South Florida. I don't know. But it's going to happen. You can just you can just taste it. It's going to happen. Uh, so since Michigan will be five, Cincinnati will be six. At seven, Oklahoma will move up one. 
And then I think we'll put Michigan State at eight. So Michigan State will drop from three to eight with the loss. It's a tough loss, but not one that eliminates them from college football playoff contention. Because if Michigan State wins out and they're a one-loss Big Ten champion, they're very easily right back in the uh, big, uh, right back in the college football playoff. So I think they'll drop from three to number eight. Notre Dame will move up from ten to nine. Or I could see a scenario where Notre Dame goes from ten to eight, and Michigan State goes from three to nine, and then number ten will be Oklahoma State. So that is going to be your top ten for your college football playoff. The biggest mover will be Mich- the biggest point of conversation will be Michigan leapfrogging Cincinnati, going from seven to five. That is my prediction. And then Oklahoma going up from eight to seven. Notre Dame maybe from ten to eight. Michigan State from three to nine. But I think it could be Michigan State from three to eight, and Notre Dame from ten to nine. And Oklahoma State up at number 10. Very interesting when you look at these rankings, because I still feel the same way about all of these teams. That there's only a couple that control their entry in. What I mean by that is that they need no help whatsoever. Georgia. Georgia's in, by the way. Georgia's already in. They have Tennessee, Charleston Southern, and Georgia Tech coming up next. All they got to do is win these next three games, and they have punched their ticket to the college football playoff. They have looked like the best team all season long. Their defense is stupid good. This is a team that has pitched two shutouts this season and have had one, two, three, four games where they have allowed a touchdown or less. The most points they have allowed in a game this season is 13. 13 points against Kentucky, 13 points against South Carolina, 10 points against Auburn. Three against Clemson, seven against UAB, shut out Vanderbilt, shut out Arkansas, seven against Florida, six against Missouri. The best defense we've seen in college football in a long time. That's how good they've been. They will not lose to Tennessee, Charleston Southern, or Georgia Tech. So they're in. Alabama, if they win out, which would include a win over Georgia in the SEC championship game, they're in. Ohio State, if they win out, they're in. Oklahoma, if they win out, they're in. And Oregon, as it stands right now, could very possibly control their own fate if they win out. Although... I think it might be dicey. I'm Scott Seidenberg. You follow me on Twitter at Scott's on Air, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. This is The Look Ahead here on Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This is The Look Ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. We have a new prop tracker now available on VEASAN.com for you to keep up with the NFL props. Head to VEASAN.com to get current odds as well as the movement each week to follow the trends and find the best value. Track the odds for MVP, Head Coach, Rookie of the Year, and more. Check out the prop tracker, betting splits, key trends, and matchup data for every game now at VEASAN.com slash NFL. Only three games on your NBA schedule for uh, Tuesday evening. You have the 76ers and the Bucks. No line out on that game, but Joel Embiid probably should play. Did not play on the um, first night of a back-to-back on Monday night against the Knicks. Sixers lost to the Knicks 103-96. Sixers are now home facing the Bucks. You have the Hawks at the Jazz. The Hawks coming off a loss in Golden State against the Warriors will now play the second night of a back-to-back in Utah against the Jazz. The Jazz are a seven-and-a-half-point favorite. And then the Clippers are a three-point favorite at home against the Blazers. Clippers, three-point favorites at home against the Blazers. Clippers just played, uh, a, they beat the Hornets on Sunday night. So, um, interesting uh, game there. So, those are the three games on your slate for Tuesday in the NBA. Uh, I would look at taking the Jazz over the Hawks. Jazz are very good at home. They were great at home last year. And, yeah, obviously with uh, the Hawks playing the second out of the back-to-back, that's what I would look at there. And then curious what that line is going to be for the 76ers and the Bucks. with, uh, you know, obviously it should be announced that Joel Embiid would play. Right now I'm seeing Bucks minus six. Sixers plus six, kind of like the Sixers plus six points in that game. But uh, I'll have to wait and see uh, what's going to happen with some of these lineups and who's playing in this game. Uh, That's the thing with the NBA. You never know. You find out sometimes, like an hour before tip, that guys just won't play. So it changes everything. The line completely moves. Game, you know, the Sixers were a favorite over the Knicks. And then the line completely, you know, went off the board, came back in. Knicks opened up as a two and a half, three and a half point, two, two and a half, three point favorites. And they covered, you know, pretty easily. So uh, something to pay attention to whenever you're betting the NBA, but especially coming up here on uh, Tuesday night. But Tuesday is going to be all about college basketball. The season tips off at three o'clock Eastern time. So many games. Uh, all across the board here in college basketball. But the biggest games are going to be the Champions Classic at Madison Square Garden. The first game is at 7 o'clock Eastern time. It is number three, Kansas, against Michigan State. Kansas is a four-and-a-half-point favorite. And then the nightcap is going to be number 10, Kentucky, and number nine, Duke, Game is pretty much a pick Duke is a one-point favorite there. Uh, talked to our very own Greg Peterson earlier in the program, and he likes uh, both dogs. Likes Kentucky to beat Duke, and he likes Michigan State plus the four-and-a-half against, um, uh, against uh, Kansas in that matchup. So should be really two really good games coming up here. 
um, in the Champions Classic to kick off the college basketball season. It's going to be great. I love the big nights in college basketball throughout the course of the season. Those are very exciting and maybe hold off early on here, but we'll wait and see what the approach is going to be to when we start to evaluate who these teams are and what they're going to look like throughout the course of this season. I do think that Duke, and maybe it doesn't show up in week in game one, maybe it doesn't show up at Madison Square Garden in a neutral site, but Duke during this Coach K farewell tour, I think they're going to be a team that we're going to bet on all season long, especially at home. You have to remember, fans are back in the arena, and the atmospheres in some of these college arenas are just off the charts. So you're going to look at Duke, and they're a team that I think you're definitely going to back this season. Um, I think they win the ACC, and we'll look to them uh, moving forward. They have a couple of big games coming up on their schedule. They will they play Gonzaga. They play Ohio State, and then they run through the ACC schedule, of course. But that game, can't wait to get that game against Gonzaga. At what point, you know, where will Duke be ranked uh, when they play that game on November 26th? Gonzaga is going to be number one. But uh, that game is actually going to be here in Las Vegas. T-Mobile Arena. Gonzaga and Duke. We should probably go to that one. That'll be fun. And then um, the, then the Big Ten ACC Challenge uh, is coming up. That's their next game on the 30th when they play against Ohio State. So two very big games back-to-back for Duke. But Duke's going to be a team that I will look to play on throughout the course of this season. Maybe not in the first game against Kentucky. Uh, maybe Kentucky, I'll just follow Hoops' lead. And uh, Greg said to go with Kentucky there in the first game. Uh, or the nightcap, if you will, of the Champions Classic at Madison Square Garden. On the ice on Tuesday night, it is a heavy slate of games. A couple of ones that jump out to me immediately. You got Montreal as a minus 140 favorite over the Kings. Montreal is deserved to be favorite over anybody. But the Kings are coming off a game here on Monday night in which they upset the Maple Leafs in Toronto. So second night of a back-to-back. Maybe you fade against the Kings. That's why the Canadiens are a favorite there. Uh, the Panthers coming off their first regulation loss of the season against the Rangers will play the second night of a back-to-back. They were playing uh, in Jersey against the Devils. Panthers are minus 145. I don't see the Panthers losing back-to-back games. So I think the Panthers are a look here. They're that good. I think they're a look here against the Devils. Uh, Elsewhere, you got the Golden Knights and the Kraken coming up as your nightcap here in Vegas. And we've already seen these two teams play this season. Vegas winning 4-3 to the opening night of the season. Uh, The Kraken, meanwhile, they've you know, kind of had a back-and-forth start so far. Uh, they're coming off a loss at Arizona, the first-ever win for Arizona this season. So the Kraken looking to get that taste out of their mouths, uh, coming here to Vegas to take on the Golden Knights for the second time this season. And Vegas is a small 130 favorite in that game. I'm Scott Seidenberg. You can follow me on Twitter at ScottsOnAir, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N. A-I-R, as we look ahead to what's going to be coming up here the rest of this week. Obviously, there's college there's football every day. You got college football and then the NFL every week, every day of the week. You got Maction Tuesday and Wednesday, college football in the NFL on Thursday, college football on Friday, college football Saturday, NFL Sunday. So we got a whole week of football. We also got college basketball all week. Wednesday, only a couple of games, but you know more games here, obviously, tipping off with the season starting on Tuesday. And then the NBA is going to keep going and whatnot. College football playoff rankings will be released coming up Tuesday night, and then the odds to make the playoffs will be released. So the odds to make the playoffs aren't out yet, 
they're going to come out after the rankings come out. And I always find those curious. We'll kind of evaluate who is where in terms of their odds to make the playoffs. Because the one interesting one that I think is worth taking a look at is Alabama's odds to make the playoffs. The reason why that's interesting is because that is a direct correlation to the SEC championship game against Georgia. And Georgia is clearly going to be a favorite in the SEC championship game over Alabama. However, you might be able to bet on Alabama to miss the playoffs at plus money. And if that's the case, you're essentially getting Georgia in that SEC championship game at plus money. Because if Georgia beats Alabama, Alabama's out. A two-loss Alabama is not getting into the college football playoff. So that's what I'm waiting to see when that gets released, what those odds are going to be. Coming up this morning on Follow the Money, our very own Matt Humans will join the program at 745, our senior direct editor here at VEASAN. Uh, Peter King, NBC Sports NFL insider, will join the show at 815 Eastern. Dalen Cup from ESPN and the ACC Network will join at 9 a.m. Eastern time. It's all coming up this morning on Follow the Money. I'm Scott Seidenberg. Once again, you follow along on Twitter at Scott's on Air, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. Follow us all on the network at VSIN Live. Be sure to head to vsin.com to find out all the ways that you can watch and listen to us here on the network. This is the look ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. This is VSIN, the sports betting network. Whether you're a novice or a seasoned veteran in the sports book, VSIN is here to help you improve your sports betting skills. VSIN has assembled the leading team of insiders and handicappers to analyze every angle of every game so you can make the most informed. 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 So you can make the most at Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.